Welcome to another episode of the Part-Time Visionary Podcast. Today, true or fake, how do we know? If you are anywhere around my age, then you have probably been brought up without the internet. That's at least what I remember from my youth. And being always hungry for information, I spent a lot of time in the library. Now, the library is run by librarians and their assistants, obviously. Librarians are supposed to be in the know, as if you can say that, about what books to get, what sources are good, and they also understand how information is organized and how it works. So they do know what books to get in order for us, the public, to receive that information that we're looking for. So they know about the multiple sources, usage and everything. The generations that are younger now don't really know this. They grew up with uh, the knowledge that they have a device probably in their hands or when they were little or something with a screen in front of them where information is presented. And the way that this is presented is, is getting worse and worse because it's dominated by the big press conglomerates and by politicians. And the thing is now that it seems to be that people have forgotten how to find information. And how does one find information? Well, it is very easy. When I was young and I needed, to, I wanted to know something and I often did and still do, I went to the library and I also went to bookstores and I just looked for the topic I was researching and um, from the library I borrowed the books that I wanted to read or the papers or the magazines so that in my head I could compare all the information from the different sources that I had read or studied and then draw conclusions from that. And this is how you get to information. You find sources and you combine the information from those sources and draw conclusions from them. It is no more different than what you learn in school. And this is probably one of the basic skills that I believe is okay to learn in school, which is how to make a summary of the information you've just received or actually how to make sense of the data you've just gotten. But today, people don't seem to know this anymore. People don't seem to know how to get information. People don't seem to understand the idea behind getting multiple sources and then drawing conclusions from those. And people seem to prefer just to be lazy and just only read what is pushed towards them. And of course, the smartphone plays a big role. Um, and I'm not saying that I do not use a smartphone, because I do, but I curate very precisely what information is sent to me and what information is not sent to me. So what I get to see on the screen of my phone in the news section is what I curate to go in there. But not only young people now, but also people of my age, people that are supposed to know this stuff, but apparently don't do not go on the internet and research topics anymore. 
they go into into their Facebook feeds, they read stuff there that is pushed and placed there by others, and chat about it in their WhatsApp groups. And it is horrifying. People are becoming so ignorant to what is true and what is not, that we're doomed to fail as a, as a race. You probably know that your Facebook feed, but also your WhatsApp is filled with information which is not true, not real information, but data pushed towards you because of a target, either advertisement or political advertisement. And I'm not saying political advertisement in the way that um, you will see an ad pop up saying you should vote for whatever president candidate is right there, is, uh, is, is electable right now. I'm saying messages that will push you in a certain direction without you even knowing it. I've seen it happen recently a couple of times around this virus thing. You know, we've got this virus, we're under attack of it. Now, I won't go into where it comes from or who I believe is behind it, because that's of no importance. But what is important is how do we live as a society and try and break that curve and slow it down, slow the virus down. Apparently, nobody reads the facts. People just repeat whatever they've seen in their Facebook feed. I hear adults that apparently have no understanding of how viruses work, do, have not read the facts about this virus or what certain organizations tell you what you can do and how you should behave and what works and what doesn't work. What they do is they read that there's a huge crisis coming up and we've already named it the Corona crisis now, so you should stock up on toilet paper and that's what they do. And potatoes especially over here in the Netherlands and the chocolate section and cookies those are empty and anything in cans they take it in bulk why not use that power of this internet that we have right now that I did not grow up with but I I enjoy it so much why not use that to our benefit go and search on the internet read sources learn educate yourself there are so many good sources on the internet, it is a blessing. But we seem to ignore it all and only read Facebook and then start a new group chat on WhatsApp with all kinds of people in it and then start spreading half information based on whatever they've heard from somebody or some someone said on Facebook or an organization posted there in order to push you in a certain direction. Why do we do this? This is how disinformation is created. And then obviously there is this discussion about the fake news. Our governments love saying this. They love saying, oh, but we should censor fake news. And they're doing it. But my question is, what is fake news and who decides what is fake? The government has a certain agenda. So you have to dig for yourself. Who decides what is fake and what is not fake? What is the true news then? In this whole movement, you may you may agree with me or not, and that's fine, that's totally fine, because I'm just venting my opinion, my view here. But remember this, companies like Facebook are censoring what you write there about coronavirus. We're sticking to this virus topic because it's a good example. They're censoring it. And my only question is, based on what? Their defense is, based on what is fake and what is not fake news. Okay, who decides? Who tells Facebook what they can and cannot censor? And who is benefiting from this behavior? 
I've even heard, and this is a pet peeve of mine, I've now heard that, um, I've not even heard it, I have read it, that uh, Facebook as a company owns WhatsApp and is now censoring WhatsApp messages about coronavirus. So messages of a certain kind that you send to someone could be held back or deleted or just not go out based on certain censoring rules. Now, first of all, of course, this discussion here, this point that I'm bringing to you is who decides what is real and what is not real or what is true and what is fake. But the second thing is another pet peeve of mine, one of the reasons I have never used WhatsApp and will never use it. Because they can say that everything is encrypted there. But if they can censor, if they can filter out of what you're typing, they can filter out messages about this virus, then they're reading it. I'm just going to leave it there. Thanks for being here in this episode, which is um, sort of a rant, but I try to do it in a nice manner. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope to greet you in the next one as well. Thanks so much. Please also check out The Partum Visionary on YouTube. The link is in the description. Let me know what you think. Until next time.